0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. We are in episode 50, so a pretty big milestone for our episodes. If you missed last week, it was the first episode of season 2 as we hit our one year mark of Faith Over Fear, and we discussed some of the... Um, most listened to episodes, some of the milestones we hit in social media and how many accounts and how many lives we have um, were able to touch with this ministry. So if you missed it, I encourage you guys to go back. It was a quick episode. It was less than 10 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So I want to encourage you guys, go listen to the milestones, because if you're listening and you're following, then you're part of it. And you're, you're the reason why we've been able to get to this point in our ministries and why we can continue to um, reach lives and reach people. Um, people for the kingdom. So this week, I want to go in depth of what kingdom mentality is and and why it's our theme for this year. But before I get into that, I just want to encourage you guys, as a lot of you know, I record these episodes before the Monday that they drop. So if you're listening to this on Monday the 7th or Tuesday 8th, I want to encourage you guys, get out and vote. It's an important election year this year. Our country is teetering um, a lot right now. We're kind of it feels like we're at a collapse. It feels like we're, um, we're really at a point of no return. And and I do truly believe that this midterm is very important. And I think it's important as an American to exercise your, um, your duties and your rights to vote and, um, to let your voice be heard. So I want to encourage you guys, if it's not too late, wherever you're listening, go vote. So now getting into this week's episode, we're going to be talking about kingdom mentality. And so, I really felt like God put it on my heart in the last couple months to change the way that I see the world, change the way I perceive things and change how I react to certain situations in life. And just to give you an example, one was uh, the Holy Spirit. And I I talked about this in a a couple weeks ago. The Holy Spirit really spoke to me. I was in a um, particular atmosphere where I was with a lot of believers, um, but a lot of them were not living out a life Worthy of the Father. They were, you know, there was a lot of drinking. There was a lot of other things, a lot of things that just I don't partake in. I never have, and I never will. And there was, I mean, even further. I mean, there was married men. You know, now they weren't. I'm not saying they were stepping outside their marriage, but they were looking at things and doing things and talking about doing things that married men shouldn't. And I just, I was sitting there and just casting judgment and just sitting there and, and honestly sitting there in my own filth. And I just felt the Holy Spirit in that moment speak to me and say who are you who am i to sit back in a room and judge what these guys are doing do i not have my own faults do i not have my own sins do i not have my own issues who am i to sit here and and cast judgment on on um, these individuals on what they were doing and and so i really just began to kind of have this um kingdom mentality mindset for the podcast and for my life. And I hope I can lead my boys and my wife and my daughter down a path of having a kingdom mentality and not a worldly mentality. And there's, listen, there's a lot of things that can fall under this realm of kingdom mentality. And I hope as the season goes on and as the year go on, we're going to, as the year goes on, we're going to continue to touch on topics that fall under the kingdom mentality. But as an overall, I kind of just want to get into why we want to be there. So, um, the first thing I just want to say is how are we seeing and reacting to things in the world? And I mean, even some of the smallest things, the guy cuts you off on, you know, the interstate going to work. How are you reacting to these things when someone at work hurts you, when a family member hurts you, when a friend hurts you, when something bad happens, when the flat tire comes or the check engine light comes on or whatever it is? How are you reacting to it? Are we allowing these things to overwhelm us and cause us to live out lives of anger anger? or hurt someone, or do something that we shouldn't do, or are we taking the biblical approach and looking at it through the eyes of Jesus? And listen, guys, before we, you know, I've got a lot of scripture and I've got a lot of things I kind of want to say in this episode, but before I get into it, I want you guys to know that this speaks straight to me first. I'm not up here better than anyone listening to this podcast or or anyone that's following us on social media this speaks to me first well everything that i talk about it it hits me first personally in my life so i want to encourage you guys i'm speaking to myself this is something that i have to 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 battle with every single day and to be honest with you the last couple of weeks it's been really hard and trying for me um work's been pretty frustrating um I feel like I've been stretching myself thin with work and I mean, and then other things in life that gets, you know, that that just begin to weigh you down. You know, we're starting, to, my family started a church, so we spent a lot of time with the church, spending a lot of time with the podcast. My boys are in sports and they're in school and we just got so much stuff in life that, you know, tends to weigh you down and, and it just becomes, you know, it, it kind of blocks us from, you know, being biblically Sound sometimes, and what I mean by that is is we get so caught up that we begin to act out a worldly life instead of a a godly life and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing bad things don't get me wrong i'm saying that sometimes we allow these things to be distractions, and then these distractions can roll into bad attitudes it can roll into bad relationships it can roll into bad um just bad mentalities in general and so what I want to encourage you guys with with scripture. Is to how to beat that. What do we do to get out of these ruts in life, to get out of these bad mentalities? And so, the first thing I want to read is John three sixteen. Most of us probably know this verse. It says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son." And this is the important part: that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Why did I bring that up for kingdom mentality? Because it's how we see each other. It's how we see the world. See, the Bible says that God gave His Son. That that whosoever believes in Him shall prosper. They'll have life eternal. And so, when we see people in in life, when you see the guy that cuts you off on the interstate, or the guy that passes you in you know the store, the grocery, or in the line at the grocery store, or you know the coworker that says something bad about you, or the friend that hurts you, or the family member that hurts you, you know especially speaking for people who aren't believers, this is what we need to remember, is that they're no different than us. We're no different than them. How about, let's say it that way, we're no different than them. In the moments that you feel like you're getting hurt or in the moments that you feel like you're getting wronged or in the moments that you feel like life is against you and everything is fighting against you, we're no different than anyone else. We're no different than anyone else. But our mentality has to change. How we perceive things have to change. We have to become Christ-minded. See things the way Jesus saw them. And so, rolling into that, I, I want to talk. I want to read Matthew um, six verses nine through fifteen. And this is the Sermon on the Mount. This is Jesus speaking. So. As we go through this episode, we're going to be using Jesus a lot. Why? Because that is, he is the perfect example of what the kingdom mentality looks like. So starting in verse nine, it says, then this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. See, our prayer right there, what Jesus said is our prayer should be forgive us as we forgive others. Forgive us as we forgive others. See, we want forgiveness so much and we want all these things so much, but are you giving it to the people who wrong you? Because what I'm saying is, is, if you don't, then that's not kingdom mentality. That's the me mentality. That's the worldly mentality. That's what? That's... Not being delivered from the evil one. That's living out what Satan has for us. But we're called to greater things. And see, right here in this prayer, it should be his kingdom come, his will be done. Not mine, not yours, his will. And so that's the first thing I want to talk about when we talk about having kingdom mentality. The first thing is we need to remember that his will be done. His will be done, not ours. God holds all things together. Through him all things are held together. He works for the for our good. It's his kingdom. His will be done. And I want to encourage you guys keep that in your hearts and your minds. See, I've said this before, being being in scripture and allowing scripture to be to feed you, to feed your soul, that's how you begin to have a kingdom mentality. Because when these things come up, You'll have this in your heart that that says, no, no. I'll give you an example of my own life. And I've talked to my wife about this, with the things that I struggle with, you know, when I, you know, I struggle heavily with anger and lust. Those are two things on the top of my list that that I really have to fight every single day. And here in the last couple of weeks, as I've been preparing for this message, that's what's been in my heart. When something comes up that I shouldn't be looking at or, or anger starts to you know, swell up in my it's, God, your will be done. Deliver me from the evil one. I am a child of God. I don't have to do that alone. And when you give it over to the Lord and you commit it to the Lord and you remember these things and you remember Scripture, then guess what? It's easy to get up and say, Satan, get behind me. Not today. You will not have me today. You will not have me tomorrow. I am a child of God. And these things are how you start building a foundation of kingdom mentality, remembering whose you are. There's a scene I've told you guys, I think The Chosen is a great show. I've encouraged you guys to go take a look at it. Um, there was a scene where um, James and John were with Jesus and they saw um, the Gentiles and they saw people that they didn't get along with. And these people came by, they spit on them, they, you know, they, they hollered at them, they, they did all these things to them. And what did James and John do in, in this scene? I think it depicts it so perfectly because it's who we are and what we do. They sit here and think that they're going to call down fire from heaven because they're with Jesus. And Jesus is just sitting back going, what in the world are you doing? What in the world are you talking about? And so Jesus, he kind of scolds him here in this scene, and he, he looks at him and he says, well, what are you doing? And Jesus says, you're missing the point. See, I've come for all of you even those who hurt you, even those who disagree with you, even those who look at you like you're nothing. His message was for all. And so what Jesus was saying was kingdom mentality. You're looking at it through your eyes. You're looking at it through your religious eyes. I'm telling you to look at them through my eyes. That's what Jesus is saying to them. And so I want to continue right down into Matthew, um, staying in 6, It's verses 33 through 34. And again, if you grew up in the church, if you know anything about Christianity, yes, you've heard this before. Starting in verses 33, it says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So this is another thing that I know that we struggle with in our lives, especially in America today, is worry. The economy doesn't look good. Groceries are expensive. Gas is expensive. Houses are expensive. Cars are expensive. Everything is so expensive. How am I going to do this? And right here it says Are we approaching these situations with our mentality or a kingdom mentality? See, scripture says it so much seek he first his kingdom, his kingdom, not mine, not yours, his kingdom and his righteousness. And he will take care of you. Cast all cares, cast all worries, cast all fears on the one who cares for you. This is what it means to have a kingdom mentality. It means getting to scripture. It means getting to worship. It means getting to prayer. So that when these things in life come up, what's the first thing out of your mouth? The first thing out of your heart is to call on the one who cares for you. His kingdom it's all about his kingdom and his righteousness. His will be done. When you start remembering these things and you start really um, feeding your soul with these this scripture, then it becomes easy to have a kingdom mentality. Now, it doesn't mean that life gets easy. It doesn't mean that these these situations get easy. It means that it gets easy to walk out the path that the Father has for you. Not one of anger. Not one of hurt. Not one of fear, one of love and of truth and of grace. I want to encourage you guys to see the world, see these situations, see these people through his eyes, not your own. The flesh will fail you. The flesh will fail you. People will fail you. This world will fail you. His kingdom won't. His righteousness will not. A promise. Again, It does not mean that your life is going to get easy. So please hear me on that. This is not the prosperity gospels. This is not the prosperity gospels. The the word of God actually says the exact opposite. When you pick up your cross, you're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations. But hear me what I'm saying. It will get easy to call on the one who loves you when you have a kingdom mentality and you have your foundations rooted in the word of God. That is what I'm trying to tell you. What is kingdom mentality? is seeking his kingdom, his righteousness, his will first. That is the kingdom mentality. See, Jesus came to show us the way. He had a kingdom mentality, and that's the mentality that we should strive for. When you go into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you listen to the scripture of what Jesus did and who Jesus was, it was kingdom mentality. It was kingdom first. Everything he did was to better the kingdom. Everything he did was for you and me. It was for the Jew, and it was for the Gentile. I've referenced this before John chapter eight, and I want to encourage you guys, please go read John chapter eight, one through eleven. I talk about it all the time. It's about the adulterous woman. What did Jesus do in that story? See, the, the what see the church of today, it was the Pharisees and Sadducees, it would be equivalent to the church of today, brings this adulterous woman before Jesus and says, The law says to do this. And Jesus asks, He without sin cast the first stone. Then they all begin to leave. And this is all working to Jesus's plan. This is all working towards his mentality, right? The kingdom, his righteousness, right? They all leave. Jesus looks at this woman and says, Is there no one here to condemn you? She says, No. And boom, what happens? Kingdom mentality steps in. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to save you. Because he's a father that loves you. I'm not here to condemn you. See, kingdom mentality says, I'm here to save you. I'm here to save you. When you look at the the, the broken world and the people who are, are walking the wide path, it's the kingdom mentality looks at them and says, I don't want to see you go down that path. No matter what you've done to me, no matter if you've hurt me, if you've wronged me, I don't care. I'm here to save you. Jesus is here to save you. Go leave your life of sin. That is kingdom mentality. That is what it means. We're no different than anyone else out there in the world. We're just called to higher things, and because we've accepted the gift of salvation, and I want you guys to hear me. It's not about condemning people. It's not here calling out people's sins and saying, "How dare you turn before you burn." It's not about that. It's about saving souls for the kingdom. We work for the kingdom. We work for the kingdom. There's another there's another scripture I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's Matthew 18:10 through 14. It's a parable of the lost sheep. I was the lost sheep. You were the lost sheep. And Jesus said there would be more rejoicing over one lost sheep brought back than 99 righteous people. And it'll be the same said in heaven. Do you hear what I just said? What does Kingdom mentality says? It says, leave the ninety-nine righteous people to find the one that needs it. Because there will be more rejoicing over the one lost soul than the ninety-nine people. Here, let me let me put it to you this way. Leave the 99 self-righteous Christians that go to church every Sunday and sit there and hear the word of God, but they don't take it outside the four walls. there will be more rejoicing to have kingdom mentality and go find the one lost sheep than the 99 people sitting in church on Sunday that never opened the book again. That never open it outside the church. That never mention it outside of the church. Do you hear me when I say this? There will be more rejoicing when you step outside of the four walls and you leave the ninety-nine righteous people and you find the one broken and hurt sheep that needs you. They need Jesus. When I say they need you, I don't mean they need your salvation. I mean they need you to be the tool that God uses. You are the tool that the Father uses. When you have kingdom mentality, not self mentality, not about me, not about me, not about me, not about me, about the kingdom, about the kingdom. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means me. That means you. That means your friends. That means your families. That means your pastor. That means your worship leader. That means anybody that you know. We have all sinned And we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But guess what? We were the one that was found. And there was rejoicing in heaven over us. And there'll be rejoicing in heaven over the lost sheep found every single time. Every single time. So what is it to have kingdom mentality? It's to dive into the word. It's to dive into prayer. Dive into worship. And remember that when life happens, because life does happen, these things are what you recall. Not anger. Not depression. Not hatred. Not fear, not worry. Those aren't the things, get behind me, Satan. Those aren't the things that I call upon. It's his kingdom and his righteousness. And that needs to be at the forefront of our minds. It needs to be at the forefront of our hearts every single day. And listen, every single day. This is not something that you pray and say today and you're good for the rest of your life. This is something that you have to practice. And this is something that you have to work on every single day. Have kingdom mentality in every aspect in every situation and start with the word so i want to encourage you guys this week i know i had a lot of scripture and i'll add it onto the um our social media and i'll add it into the um into the podcast but i want to encourage you guys go read the scripture for yourself meditate on the word and remember that the more that you feed your soul the more that these things come about the more that your mentality begins to change and you see things the way that the father sees them not the way that we see them so i want to encourage you guys this week have a kingdom mentality. Have a kingdom mentality. If you guys like what you hear, as usual, share it with your friends or family. I thank you so much for coming on journey of faith or fear. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for following us on um, any of our social media platforms. So I want to encourage you guys this week, have a kingdom mentality. I love you guys and we'll see you next week.